0: Jackal, your ears are ringing and deafened, thanks to the release of energy when you forcibly tore a rift to the astral plane. You look up the tears of Cloudhenge at this disgusting, worm-like creature as it flails and throws one of its five heads back in a harrowing wail. You don't hear it, but you can feel the sound move through you. No one around you seems to notice the sound. Indeed, nobody seems to notice the creature itself. Given your state, most people seem to give you looks of concern, but nobody has picked up on the fact that you're completely transfixed with the image of this monstrosity above your city. Your home. The movement around you seems so surreal, with such an incredible threat looming in the skies above, and the ringing in your ears casts the chaotic scene in front of you into a state that you would equate with fever dream watch as in turn, each of the five heads opens its maw to reveal rows upon rows of sharp, jagged and tearing teeth. They begin their song once more and plunge back down into the city streets to begin its hunt once again.
1: Um, yeah, Jacko, what do you do? Look at Tyrek and pass out.
0: All of you are standing around a passed out Jackal who is missing both of his legs and one of his arms.
2: I am going to use Dream and drop into Jackal's mind to talk to him while he's still unconscious. Perfect. So, Tyrek, you're here. How does this work? Within this space, I can create whatever we need. But most important right now, if you're not in any danger of dying, I need to know what happened, if you can remember what was going on. I
1: take it none of you remember seeing that massive, writhing monstrosity. Nothing. No, nothing specific. There was some kind of sound, but I couldn't hear it. I don't think I can hear anything right now. As soon as I felt that sound, the rest of you stopped paying any attention to it. I don't know if you'll have to deafen yourselves or... If there's some less extreme method that can get the job done, but don't listen to it. Okay. Judging by the fact that this thing has been mentioned as a false hydra, I would assume that the one was not the end of it.
2: I believe it's below us. How am I doing? How attached were you to your legs? (laughs) You you have no legs, and uh, one of your arms walked off as well.
1: If you can get me into the guild hall, I can help you from
2: there. Yeah.
0: You pop back out into the real world. You look around and you don't see a damn thing as far as uh, that weird creature.
2: I'm going to, on just whatever I can find, going to write down the words, don't listen. I'm going to take something pliable out of my gear and form myself some earplugs. I'm sure our uh, artificer has something in his pouch. I'm going to start with, I guess... Oh, that's gross, but I'm gonna start with the soap that I have, so that I have something, and then I'm gonna to talk to, to Cook of Seasons as soon as I can to ask for something better to use as an earplug. Cook, do you have some wax or something I can use for a set of earplugs?
3: Oh boy, let me see
0: here. I love this image of Tyrek like walking up with bars
2: of soap hanging out of his ears. <laughs> and he's like, he's like,
0: Cook! Cook! And he's like standing right him, Hey! Cook!
2: I I need your help, man! Do you have earplugs?
0: Do you have wax for my ears? As soon as you put in those earplugs, you have this awakening in a way where you you literally feel like you have just become more aware of something. You You were experiencing essentially a very significant silence, even in a quiet place already. But this is not a quiet place. This is a very loud area that you're in currently. And as soon as you put in those those earplugs, you just like something snaps inside of you, and you look around, and when you look up um, up to the second tier, you see a very 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 long strand of flesh, and as it turns around, you see these dark sunken in holes where its eyes should be, and these this large maw um, full of sharp teeth. You know, it's not like it's it's not noticing you, but you you see it. And you know that this is the thing that you have been facing the last
2: 12 hours. Cook! Cook, I need you to get everybody earplugs!
3: Okay, working on some earplugs.
2: I think it's rather important that we don't freak out and draw its attention to us more than it's already aware of us. That's like, what we It's so been... ugly. It really is. It looks like Luke's mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it would be an appropriate time to do so I'd like to bring Mira in right now because she has mass cure wounds
3: there that saves me some healing dreads
1: so she's she's gonna wander over look up at the sky and be like his mom looks like a cloud <laughs> oh right get some earplugs <laughs> even though it's an urgent thing it might be wise to wait till morning to take this thing on so that everyone can be at their best. We heard it a lot. It's not gonna be likely to be a huge problem immediately. So I think everybody makes their way to the guild hall then, probably.
0: This is gonna be fun. So you guys are walking through the streets, and so you guys get up to the second tier, and as you're walking around, like you, you don't see, you haven't seen this monstrosity like up in the air anymore like since that one time that you guys did see it mostly people kind of just leave you alone because like obviously they know something's up there was a big explosion um and lots of screaming and there's like you know i'm pretty sure something's on fire because that always happens anytime that there's a big disaster the gnarliest thing that happens is at some point you guys turn a corner and one of the hydra's heads is staring back at you
3: Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit,
0: oh, shit. Oh shit. <sighs> it's blocking your way, essentially, to get back up to. It's looking at you, and it's it's breathing really heavy. Uh, eventually, it turns and looks into a, a shop, like the window of a shop. And Smokey and Luke, you guys, looking? you're looking into this window, like at an angle, but you're looking in. And as the Hydra is looking into this window, it's, like I said, it's breathing really heavy. And you see the window is fogging up. But you're looking in through that window and inside you see a family sitting at a table, having a meal. You're stopped in the middle of the road and people have started to go around you. And as they get to a point where they would almost walk into the Hydra, a couple of them actually do, like, kind of bounce off of it. But it is still staring into this shop. What do you guys want to do?
4: Uh, this family's just eating dinner? Yeah, they're, a they're, it's like a,
0: like a restaurant, right?
3: Yeah, Cook's gonna have a hard time taking a nap if we let this Fane eat eat this family. Man, so, I... how
5: close was I? Cause I was dead serious about trying to bestow curse on it. Which one are you gonna do? Uh, disadvantage on... yeah, on all ability checks uh, and saving throws.
4: Man, this Hydra's wise as fuck!
0: Yeah, so your, your, save, your spell save DC is a 16, so a 20 does... save. And unfortunately, you had to walk up to it and touch it.
4: What's this? What's this hydro reacting at all, or is it just like me?
0: I'm trying to decide how, because I, I this isn't. I guess you had to, yeah, you had to touch it. But people are bouncing off of it, so I'm going to. I tell you what, I'm going to make a another check. Okay, I don't think that it notices you when you do this. Oh, good. <laughs> Continues to breathe on this window for some time, and then it turns um, back your direction and uh, I should mention that the whole time like its its mouth is open right and you can see like the area where its like throat would be uh, on the outside and you can see the throat moving and there's like a slight vibration in the air that all of you can feel so you know that this thing is singing it's singing some kind of song you can't hear it and so as it turns to look at you it um it makes a, another movement in its throat and there's a little bit of spittle that like flies out on you guys and you can you can correctly judge that it was probably hissing when it saw you, and it passes you up and it continues down the street. You get up to the third tier and you do hear another like there's a crashing sound from back down on the second tier and you you hear initially you hear uh, some screams and then you hear nothing, um and. It's just, you know, it's, it, is, it is what it is.
3: And this
4: sucks. Oh yeah, who's, who's, uh, who's carrying a uh, uh, jackal like Yoda?
3: Bucket Fane, I just grabbed a belt and strapped
0: him on there. He's,
3: he's uh,
4: good.
1: I can be your backpack while you run. <laughs> You'd be the
0: scariest backpack ever.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, Crow and uh, Brightwind the Siege Bard should still be in the guild hall. During the evening, when everyone's settling in and getting ready to rest, Jackal would be using the Nomad Eye to look for this thing's body. There's a lot of buildings, um, that are just like wrecked
0: that you did not notice when you were walking around. There's buildings that are like full of holes, uh, where these heads like came in and out of. Buildings. You find the stalks for each of the five heads, and when you follow it down, yeah, you, you drop down into a, a really just a massive cave.
4: Hey, so what could I roll for uh, Smokey to gleam anything maybe he knows about false hydras?
0: This is not like a, a, a thing that you've ever like seen or really even heard of until like the last 48 hours. The way that it looks, it wasn't like summoned from a different plane. Or something like that. It, it, whatever it is, it grew here on the material plane. With your Arcana check, that vibration that you would feel when you were standing so close to that head, that that song that you couldn't hear—it's not a like memory eraser in, necessarily. Other than it creates, it's a blind spot creator. It it creates blind spots in people's memory.
5: Hey, Aesop? Ye. How many specific questions am I allowed to ask?
0: Every time you agitate it.
5: Well, I, I start uh, <laughs> tapping it against the wall. Uh, so can the uh, false hydra be killed? There's a little um, piece of metal on the inside of this orb that flips around. It says, Outlook Not So Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not that you have to answer yes or no plainly. <laughs>
2: You've got a magic 8-ball.
5: You have to remember that
0: when we started this campaign, it wasn't this, like, rah-rah serious. So so <laughs> I I literally made a magic 8-ball, <laughs> and
1: you happened to get it. <laughs> There's a weird infinity rune scrayed on the back of it.
4: Yeah, I think um, Smokey might go find uh, Hitmustine and just kind of explain that, Hey, uh, you don't know what's going on, I don't really either, but we're going to go kill it, so bye.
1: If Jackal was able to scout the cave enough with Nomad's eye to find a way in that it wouldn't see you coming, that would probably be where you'd end up anyway.
0: You guys you do some in some more investigating with the nomad's eye, and one of the one of these stalks comes directly out of Hetmastine's office. To the point where you're pretty sure it swallowed up his secretary when it came <laughs> through the floor.
1: The teleport would just be like partly into that passage and Making sure, with the eye, that it's not in there.
0: It, it has since retreated from that hole. So
1: so let's say like so if this
0: was um all the rest of this stuff happened kind of mid afternoon, maybe like early early evening. And you guys like if you went for like an early night and you wake up exactly eight hours later, um it's still like super early morning. And you come out and you all have your your earplugs in and you don't see the heads anywhere, and. Jackal does a quick sweep with the nomad's eye or or I guess uh Tyric could could fly um, Percival around
1: if Tyrek taps into Percival's senses, won't he forget the Hydra exists?
0: unless he finds a way to to uh, deafen the owl. <laughs> Um
1: and yeah you you don't
0: see you don't see this Hydra anywhere it's just it's all gone um I will say you're you're pretty sure it probably retreated to try and like essentially lick its wounds. You're pretty certain that uh wherever it is all the heads are going to be in there. You climb in and begin walking. The tunnel is longer than you would have thought, and it's surely longer than you like. The signs are clear that this is the way to the Hydra's Den. You see multiple branches strike out, pinpoints of light denoting that it must have breached the surface somewhere there. You climb further and further until you see a wall of white stone. The tunnel opens up into a massive cave, larger than the one you previously explored. The ceiling arches so far up that you're surprised the mountains haven't collapsed down into the space. You look for the next branch, but with a start, you realize that there are bones lying all around. Bones of humans, boulettes, rats, and any other creatures you can imagine. The white stone is breathing, and you realize with horror that you have run straight into the body of the False Hydra. You look around and see a ghostly white, beady-eyed, and many-toothed grin staring back at you from one of the heads. It's singing that you can't hear it. This agitates the head, and it shows even more teeth. You watch the other four heads slink into view, all of them glaring at you with the hunger only a creature like itself would be able to muster. They press in with an eagerness that has never learned to fear. Saliva drips from their open mouths. All five heads look poised to strike. Let's roll initiative. One of the heads is going to look at Bucket Fang and cast Dominate Monster.
3: So, Bucket Fang is a construct? I'm not too sure if that would work.
1: It shouldn't, from what I understand, but...
4: I forgot he counts as a
1: construct, doesn't he? Damn it! There's no monsters
0: down here for me to dominate.
4: I mean, aren't we all the monsters, really? Mira's a monster.
1: (laughs) You're a racist jerk. (laughs) Head number
2: one
0: is gonna look at Tyrek. Tyrek, make a charisma saving throw for me. Charisma saving throw. Yeah. I know that you're a warlock, so it's this is kind of like in your this is your shit. So <laughs> now it's head number three. It's going to move up and engulf Cook. Head number two, it's going to move up on smoky and it's going to bite. Oof. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll wait until the beginning of head number two's turn to
4: make you take that. Oh, just fucking kill me already. Get it over it's, with.
2: restricting damage. It's Tyrex's turn. For the purposes of a hex, do these all count as one creature or as multiple creatures?
0: Yeah, it, it's going to count for the whole thing.
2: The hex choose uh, wisdom to give it disadvantage on uh, any ability checks related to that. <laughs> just have a day to kill this thing. Uh
5: can I use my bonus action to, uh, just throw something? I'm gonna talk to my, uh, jar of bees and I'm gonna be like, Hey bees, we need your help, bros. And I'm gonna throw my jar of bees. <laughs>
2: what the hell kind
5: of bees is he It's like, it looks more like, um, bee drill than anything else. I
0: was about
4: to say, that's like the Taiwanese ripoff of Pokemon's bee drill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go to the jar of bees next. Uh, but before we do that, head number one is actually going to take one of its um, legendary actions and let go of Bucket Fang and move over to bite Tyric. And then I am going to
2: use a reaction and hit it with Hellish Rebuke. The, damn, the bees sting the Hydra?
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> the
3: bees are the hero of this campaign.
5: Uh, uh. The bees are going to do more than I've done.
0: We're going to need a new picture that could be an official member of the Quillis. Here's a fun thing. Uh, the bees sting the Hydra head. And I'm going to go ahead and use one of the uh, other legendary actions, one of the three that it gets for this round. Because it was stung, it's going to scream really loudly. In fact, it's going to scream so loudly that the vibrations move up your bones and it's enough to make you all need to uh, do constitution saving throws. Because this is Sonic Blast.
1: Uh, Did you all make your constitution saves?
4: I hope that saves. I really hope that saves.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so all of you who rolled above a 20 um, are only going to take half of this.
2: Good God. I'm I'm fine. Really. I've had worse.
0: I may have yeed my last haw. Before we get to Mira, there's a bright flash of light here in the chamber, and um, a, the the light source is coming from over Tyrek's shoulder, and a hand reaches out and touches you. Um, and sure. you you immediately recognize Jackal's touch. <laughs> um, I'm gonna re i I'm gonna re-roll that one. <laughs> that's, yeah, you, that's, you jerk. That's, some, that's some bullshit. So so it's a two plus. Fuck, it's a two plus. <laughs>
2: okay i think we're supposed uh, to die i think the gods have spoken Tyrek is healing for three Gygax
4: has shown up and said nah bro they die uh let's see
0: how about how about chris go, jackal god Tyrek? you guys are turning into my children i can't keep your name straight <laughs> <laughs> um why don't you roll
4: six more d8 so how's
1: everyone feeling
4: it's Smokey had to put it into numbers. He's twenty-five out of seventy-nine. <laughs>
1: that, that's a good, a good general uh, idea of how he's feeling.
3: What's your spirit guardians look like?
1: Uh, like celestial-looking wispy dudes.
0: Does it look like um, Gandalf?
1: Wingier than Gandalf, but other than that, they're they're like Gandalf with wings. <laughs> it's a uh, a winged Sir
0: Ian McKellen. Floats above us, because so, we already had, um...
4: Not Christopher Lee. <laughs> Christopher Lee! <laughs> ruins my bar. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Alright, it takes its 8 damage. Because it hasn't figured out that it's taking damage from this Spectral Ian McKellen.
1: Hey, come on, be fair. It's a whirling vortex of Spectral Ian McKellen's. Before we move to Smokey's turn, this Hydra
0: head is going to engulf Cook... Again, Cook, roll your Constitution saving throw for me.
3: I am so going to be dead. Does a twenty save? A natural.
0: I'm really sorry, but it doesn't.
3: <laughs> How much damage? I'm probably dead.
0: It's eleven damage to Cook.
3: So Bucket Fane slumps on the floor, just a hunk of metal, and Cook just dies. Well, you're you're just you're at
4: you're at zero, damage. zero hit points, right? So I'm going to roll some death saves.
0: Okay, that's good. So you are you are one success. Um, now, okay, so here's here's the deal. On Engulf, when a target's HP drops to zero, or if it dies, it is immediately consumed. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, there you go, Danny. There's your guiding bolt. How much damage does that do?
4: Art? Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. I keep telling you, we're supposed to die. I don't know
0: what's going on, but we're supposed to die. My bees are next. <laughs> Roll another animal handling check for me to see if these things go rogue or not.
5: Oh, yeah, next. boy.
0: The bees go next. So the bees sting this thing, and it, it like swells up and explodes. Now it goes to Cook of Seasons. Roll your death saving throw. That's one failed, failed save. That's one
2: step closer to death. If I remember correctly, yes. Yeah, so if something speed is five and it's... Cut in half, its speed becomes zero.
1: Oh, it's stuck then. Basically, uh, the the spirit guardian flies in front of him and says, You shall not pass.
0: Damn, how long does that thing last? Ten minutes. Ten (laughs) minutes!
4: Holy shit. I've just Uh watched
0: my entire encounter go down the drain.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a a grim start, not going to lie. I was possibly looking at new new, uh, class options. I'm just going to nod the bees and be like, Sup? And then I'm gonna pull out an arrow and just start like rubbing it between my hands like I'm trying to start a fire, and that's all I'm able to do this turn as I cast. Lightning arrow.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think the bees dispersed. Bye bees. Uh, but before they dispersed, this uh Hydra Head that's caught in this um Venn diagram, it is literally consumed by locusts. Cook of Seasons, go
3: ahead and roll your death saving throw. Okay, so i I saved once and I failed one. Once. So is this like my last roll?
0: No, no, you, you're gonna roll two. You either get three saves or three. Oh, failures. I see. Okay. Oh no, oh, Jesus. No. That is that ca- a critical failure counts for two failures. Ooh, I'm probably dead. Okay. Cook is a medium sized creature. So there is a 5% chance that this thing grows a new head. Oh uh, yeah. So we'll say if it hits a 95 or higher, It will grow a new head and Cook's body will be dissolved. There's a chance that you guys can get to him within the next, I think, minute? And Jackal can lay hands on him and restore life to him. Um, Okay, so it is this Hydra's turn and since Mira is pushed up right against it, it is going to bite. That's the worst roll I've ever made tonight. Certainly not ever. All right, so it tries to chomp down on Mira and totally just whiffs. And you can tell this thing looks really like confused and then it's devoured by insects. Yeah, alright, so we go to Smokey's turn. Um, you've just watched two Hydra Heads be devoured by insects.
4: Uh, Smokey goes ahead and fires off his lightning arrow at this one. And that's a critical hit. Damn, Aaron! <laughs> Ooh, how's this gonna work out? Boy oh boy. Damn, Aaron! <laughs> Smokey's back! Wow! You need there's... to fire a second arrow?
5: <laughs> yes, still hits it. <laughs>
4: oh my god! Yes, nice. Did it just pop like a balloon? It's at
0: one HP. Fuck <laughs> me! <laughs> Before Tyrex's turn, it this thing is going to take its um, I'm going to assume its final legendary action. Oh, okay. I thought I was going to be able to use some um, Sonic Blast, but I can't because it's not one of its legendary actions. Um, great. So, um, Tyrek, we move to your turn. How do you kill this thing? I'll finish it off uh, like that
5: with the one. Knife. Oh my god!
1: Might as well flick it in the head.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's toast. Like this, this thing explodes like like out of the movie. The graboids, it's, the uh, Tremors. <laughs> tremors. It explodes like one of the tremors. It just turns into liquid. That will take you out of initiative. You have 54 seconds.
2: Well, gonna start carving into the side of the thing.
0: Um, okay, so you're able to pierce through the skin. And now you have knots of flesh, uh, and, like, sinew and tendons and other, like, just gross, nasty things. There's all kinds of baggy-looking things filled with gases. Make a dexterity... Uh, not dex. Uh, survival check. That's what I wanted. I'm going to say 10 seconds has elapsed, so it is, um,
5: We are definitely getting cooked out of here with all these bomb-ass rolls.
0: 44 seconds remain. Um, there is a, a large rib cage around what you assume is, like, one of the stomachs.
5: One of the stomachs? Oh,
3: boy.
0: Um, yeah, you're, you're actually not really sure where the stomachs are.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Animal handling.
4: I'm literally handling its innards.
2: <laughs> I'm going to press, like, all the way up against the the flesh wall, do a sword burst as, like, a blender, try and cut through as much of the crap around me as I can. Basically, that just, like, whirlwind of spectral blades around me to try and hack through a chunk of it. That's a good point.
0: Okay, so here's what happens. You knock down some, like, more, more stuff... Um, And that's when you come up against, like, this ribcage-looking structure more closer to the middle.
1: Are my Ian McKellen still helping?
0: (laughs) Uh, Ian McKellen is looking at you going, like, he's making the, the, uh, he's making that face from... um, Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) He's making the Jeff Goldblum disgusted face, like, looking in this hole at you, like... (laughs) Okay, yes, you can see You can see the sack um, that you're pretty sure is coming off of, um, we'll just say it was this head that ate him. Um, so you're pretty sure you see the, the correct sack. Tyrese. Spear goes shunk. Uh, okay, so the spear stabs into the stomach and comes out the other side. Can we see
1: through the hole? Like It's like ballistic gel. How much time's left? 15 seconds. How far behind the rib cage is the stomach thing? Seven or eight feet. Too far to reach, okay.
5: <laughs> this
0: is gonna get right down to the wire.
5: Divine intervention. I'm gonna ask my God for help.
0: Uh, okay, so you're you're asking for help now go ahead and roll a D100. Um, I think on a 50 uh, okay so with with the roll of 50 I'm gonna say that pleth um, is gonna give you uh, uh, one chance of advantage on a strength check to break these ribs open.
1: If you can make a hole on the other side of the rib cage big enough for an upper torso a head and an arm, Jackal can transposition in there.
0: Strength save was DC 18.
1: And I'm really sorry, but I think that time is up. Wait, wait, so. wait, but but, but, hey, DC 18, you forgot I just cast Guidance. So he can add a D4 to that.
0: Okay, roll a D4. Chris, oh my god, roll a D4, don't roll a 1. <laughs> 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 I'm pulling my own hair out right now. <laughs> nice. There we go. Fuck. Nice. Oh, got I really thought kill. I was about to kill Danny. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You um, already all killed right. me. You can <laughs> kill me twice. Wow. I'm like, I'm seriously, my palms are sweating over here. <laughs> um, you guys are hacking through this hydra. Uh, just, you have um, Ian McKellen giving you death glare from the, the entrance. Um, and you're all slogging through this muck and blood and guts and like animal bones and just things it's really really disgusting you are you are working so hard to reach um, your friend cook of seasons who you watched uh, and be enveloped and swallowed by this Hydra um, you come up to this rib cage uh, when Tyrek uses his his flurry of blades to uh, just cut away all the rest of the gross hangy gook uh, and you guys get up to this rib cage and Luke falls on his knees and just shouts out to Pleth for help. Um, and you see his eyes start to glow with a like a a spiritual fire, um, that you've seen, um, almost once before when he blessed Smokey's arrow tips when you guys killed Gauntlet. Wow, I'm getting a little choked up here. And you watch him stand up and place himself between two ribs and just throw himself into it. And... He strains for, for almost five or six seconds, and you are got. You guys are just counting down the seconds until this clock runs out, and and you lose your friend, uh, forever. And with a loud crack, the ribs break in half, and Luke falls. He falls down, but catches himself at the last second, and he looks up and he sees Jackal leaning out of a, of a astral rift, um, and grabbing. Cook's leg, and Cook goes, Gah! and your friend comes back to life.
3: What happened? Oh, jeez! It smells. It white.
0: Ah! You have defeated the false Hydra, and I am so proud of you guys.
3: Man, I just want to. I was just visualizing seeing Luke just crack the ribs and everything.
0: That was awesome. That was that was a true hero moment. If I've ever seen one,
5: Chris, well done, man, with that. That was... Uh, Let's not forget that it wouldn't have happened had someone not tapped me on the shoulder and given me the extra little oomph there at the end.
0: The way I'll wrap up this particular scene before I can move you guys out of here is that um, Cook... So he sits up and um, into the Hydra's belly bounds Bucket Fang and just nuzzles up to him.
3: Look at Fay. No, it's gonna
0: take forever to get the gunk out of your gears. You are back on the surface in Cloudhenge, your home that you have just saved once again. Holy shit! Well done.
4: Yeah. How do the uh, How do the townspeople look? Are they just getting a flood of memories now, or
0: people are now noticing that their their whole um city is like full of holes and broken things. Um, And so when you get up to the top, there is quite a bit of commotion, Um, not necessarily screaming and things like that. I think that you've been uh, under the mountain long enough to kind of have missed the first points of shock with everybody. Um, But yes, there is there is like all of this damage is now pretty much visible.
1: I have three units of diamond dust. I can bring our memories back. Herself and Tyrek first.
0: Tyrek, specifically, you remember that, because I I don't know how obvious I made this on the recap, Um, you remember pretty much immediately that when Raylene Kawahara was, when she originally came in town, she had brought her thane with her. Her thane was named Trep. Um, And you remember that you guys had pitched your guilds respectively to both of them. Um, And Trep had been really receptive and ended up, um signing up to become a member of the Mantle of Light. And that's why her name was on that sheet of paper.
1: Jackal and let's go with Cook.
0: Um yeah, Jackal, you remember talking with Trep and pitching her that the idea for the guild. Um and then uh it was during that moment um that Raylene had mentioned um that she would be interested in opening a a guild hall there in Master's Point.
1: Mira is going to look directly at Smokey and like almost crying just in a near whisper just say Milo she was your sister are you ready for this what hella was your sister and the third twin cast will hit him and Luke smokey your world um explodes
0: um, there is uh, this incredible emptiness that you feel immediately as soon as that like that spell washes over you. And a lot of that reason has to do with the fact that you remember um, everything, everything that you once forgot. And part of that remembrance is that that woman, that strange woman that you saw in that picture, Pipe Carver, was your twin sister. You remember running off when you were young. And in the last few um, months, or the last month really, maybe two months, um, you don't remember anyone having been with you. But as soon as the spell comes over you, it's like, how how could you have possibly forgotten that she was with you the whole time? Um, when you guys were young, you ran from your family because they had this constant need for theatrical grudges. Mm-hmm. Um, you lived together in Cloudhenge for the whole three years that you were there. Mm-hmm. Um Hella uh, started working for Hetmastine, doing the climbing climbing Sherpa mm-hmm. um, duties. Uh, she was the one who had suggested um, that they lead an expedition after that uh, that earthquake that collapsed the caves. You remember her being immediately fascinated with Jackal, um, and she shadowed him everywhere that she would dare go. It was her immediate fear reaction to the bullets that sparked Jackal to force them into a conflict with each other. It was because of her wording choices in the letter to Hetmastine that quickened their, um, the early payment for the, the scouting tunnels. But ultimately, um, when Tyrek decided to lead the charge back down to the mountain to see the battle, it was her chipper attitude that kept Smokey, uh, kept you, Smokey, from being too anxious at seeing your home under siege. Mm-hmm. It was Hella who stopped Tyrek from charging down into a stairwell leading to Tier 1 when Smokey's flame arrow ignited the whole place on fire. And you remember her being mortally wounded when you guys fought the Shrike. Mm-hmm. Uh, she threw herself in front of a barbed talon uh, that was meant for you. And when the Shrike threat was over, you remember uh, both um, Luke and Jackal had mended her up well enough. When she insisted that she come with you to meet uh, Lt. Jimbo and his Tweakers, <laughs> it was uh, when she when she was there. Her her attitude had given off such a. A boost to to Tyrek's speech when he was talking to Jimbo, that that's what helped calm his concerns and uh, it led to their unceremonious induction into the Havocs. Jimbo specifically had a short-lived run. Maybesh rest his soul. When Tyrek was banished during that fight with Gauntlet, Hella was the one who helped work with Billy Bob, <laughs> Wizard Billy Bob, and uh, daringly reached into, into the plains to find Tyrek's essence. And when Tyrek felt her presence there, uh, gave him the strength he needed to overcome that spell uh, to return and and help destroy Gauntlet. She was the one who recognized a patch on a petrified person in the caves when you guys explored afterwards. Um, and she remembered the legend of Indipidus the dragon, which helped inspire Luke to read up on the legend enough to decide that he wanted to begin that search for the legendary armor of Osiris. She made a joke. You remember uh, specifically that she made a joke um, why not just turn the wall into an instrument that pushed Jackal's imagination <laughs> that helped uh, Carden A- uh, Aravis, the Siegebreaker bard, um, turn the walls into the Siegebreaker battlements? Um, and it was on the founding day of the Mantle of Light that, you remember, she signed up for it. Um, her ambitions were as bright as her eyes. Initially, she wanted to train under Jackal and learn the mysterious techniques of the Inquisitors. Um, but as she worked more and began to appreciate the work and how it affected the community, she became head of the Mantle's outreach and recruitment program. When she helped Tyrek look over some of the plans for the Iron Vigil, um, she had mentioned that his position effectively made him an undeclared king and was glad that he was glad that he was so even tempered. She really enjoyed spending time with Cook. And often it would, uh, she would invite him over just to make dishes for him um, and have him give his honest opinion. She tied a red bow on Bucket Fang that Cook never bothered to remove. And now when you guys look at Bucket Fang, you do remember, you see this this bow <clears throat> on uh, Bucket Fang's chassis.
3: D&D uh, onions, uh.
0: When the elections were coming up, she woke up early every day just to get out and hit the streets to proselytize the accomplishments of Smoky of M- Milo Smoky Pipe Carver. Hmm. She would meet people and sing his praises and share the incredible story of her brother's rise from Sherpa to Thane. And it was on one of these mornings that she left the house and never returned, though her disappearance went quite unnoticed for some time. And it was on that day that Cloudhenge lost a
4: very bright light. Jesus so is she the first victim of the Hydra?
0: It's far from the first, but she was the first of the Quellists. I see. Okay.
4: So it's just, uh, these memories are returning, and to my knowledge, it's gonna happen because of the Hydra.
0: Everything that had to do with her, like, all these things, like, most of these things really did happen, right? Like, the, there's Siegebreaker Battlements, you guys did Kill Gauntlet. You're just remembering the, the finer details of that, I see. of okay. how that came about.
4: I think Smokey... If, if this is all coming to him right now, he is going to dismiss himself and go back to the False Hydra cave.
5: Yeah, yeah. want some company going down there?
4: No, Smokey actually wordlessly leaves. He does not want anybody with him. If all those memories came back and he... Under- if he's... My assumption, Smokey make the same assumption I am, which is he she was a victim of the False Hydra, and it's been a long time that Smokey needs to be alone, and he's probably just going to work out some aggression on this False Hydra corpse. Um,
0: I... Guess we can end there for tonight. <laughs> um,
3: In a charitable act, the Gaster Mancy Guild's gonna make sure everyone's all fed and drank for no cost.